0: players podcast this is your host Aaron Goldberg certified financial planner and private wealth advisor at AwM capital today we're going to talk about the five things that you need to do when you are turning pro um, if chances are if you're coming out of college you uh, Whether you're graduating or turning pro early, uh, these are five things that you need to get in line as you're turning pro so that you can optimize playing and make sure that your focus is there as opposed to off-the-course issues. So first thing we're going to look at is building out your team. You've played junior golf, you've played college golf most likely, and all along the way you've had somebody to help you run the show. In junior golf, it was probably your parents' uh helping set up logistics travel hotel what tournaments to play in uh talking to your coaches all those types of things even recruiting sometimes so right now and then in college you know that's what your college coach is doing the the best part about college is you literally just show up with your golf bag and your your team equipment and your 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 team gear and coach takes care of the rest you don't have to worry about too much it's pretty nice Um, guess what now that you're turning pro. No one's going to do that for you. So you got to do that for yourself or you have somebody on your team that's going to help do that for you. So we want to look at number one, you're going to have your coaches. You're going to have your swing coach, a mental coach, uh, maybe a short game or putting coach. You, You have your coaches. You probably already have those. Those are going to be the same people you've been working with, but those are going to be part of your team. Secondly, you probably are going to have a trainer or physical therapist, and whether you worked with one in college at the school or one outside of the university, um, it's a good idea to start working with one now. Hopefully, you don't have any injuries right now and you're healthy, but that's the best time to start working with one because that way you can prevent injuries. You know, Speaking from experience, unfortunately, I had a back injury that ended my career, so I'm a little jaded on it, but I've seen too many players come out of college, and you start playing way more tournaments than you're used to, you start practicing more, you have nothing else but golf, and you're traveling a lot more, which puts a lot of wear and tear on your body, and we want to make sure that we're taking care of it, because at the end of the day, that's that's the most important thing is your body and how you can go out there and perform. And if if that if you're not keeping yourself in a position to play your best, that's going to affect your bottom line. So the, this, the rest of your team, though, is going to be more of the business side of it. And that's, number one, going to be your agent. Um, you've probably started that process if you're going to be turning pro uh, after the college season this year. Uh, you at least started talking to some of them, there's going to be a lot of good agents out there, but there's going to be the, the right one for you. And it's going to be specifically to what they offer and what their specialty is. You know, they're going to help with things like logistics, putting together a schedule, getting you starts uh, that may be super important to you or may not be as important to you because it may you may be getting a lot of starts no matter what, or you may not get any starts no matter what. So that may or may not be important. Um, they're going to help you put together a club deal. They hopefully might be able to put together some sort of corporate deal. I know they're getting harder and harder to get, especially coming out of college. Um, But those are the types of things that your agent may help you do. But they're also going to help with some of the travel and some of the setup behind the scenes that, you know, they're not going to do everything for you like a college coach would, but they may help, especially in the beginning, with some of the logistical uh, setup. Uh, The second part of that business team is going to be your wealth management and accounting team. This is really important. And a lot of players coming out of college think, well, I haven't made any money yet. Like, I don't need that. And I understand that. And you don't need probably just the prototypical financial advisor that's going to look at investments for you. But you do need a wealth management team and and an accounting team. Um, hopefully that's somebody that's all encompassed in one team because the the goal obviously is to make money when you're playing. And your wealth management team should be keeping as putting strategies together to keep as much of that money in your pocket and as little going to taxes as possible. So think about it more from the, the perspective of saving money on taxes and optimizing your financial structure so that Again, the the goal is for you to play your best. And if you need extra money for training, coaches, travel to get to extra qualifiers or extra tournaments, we want to make sure that every dollar possible is there for you. And so that's what a wealth management team can do on the front end for you before maybe you've jump to the thought of, well, I don't have any money to invest. That's that's down the line. We, we need to set up the foundation first, and that's what's so important when you're coming out of college to find a team that's really uh, qualified to work with you. Um, so when you are talking to some of these uh, financial teams, there's some questions you wanna ask them. You know, Number one, why are they qualified to work with you as a professional golfer? Have they worked with athletes before? Are they certified financial planners or certified private wealth advisors? You know, we really want to make sure that they're qualified to work with you and not just uh, they like golf and think that they could do a good job. They might do a great job for for mom and pop, but they probably aren't qualified to work with you as a professional athlete. Um, Second thing to ask them is, do you do tax planning and wealth management under the same roof and with the same team? If not, if it's separate... That's going to be really difficult, especially for your unique situation. The tax planning and full-on wealth management planning is an everyday occurrence for us. We need to, something might, they're not may not be something actionable every day, but there needs to be constant communi- communication. And if it's two separate entities, if it's uh, a financial team and they say, oh no, but we will work with your CPA, that's great. But I guarantee, I, well, I can't guarantee anything but I'm pretty confident in saying that they're probably not talking on a daily basis to make sure they're covering everything for you. Um, Another question to ask them is, what type of retirement plan should I be setting up? And you may think again, hey, I don't really care about retirement yet. That's not really something that I'm worried about. But think about it more on the the, uh, perspective of tax savings. If they say they're going to set up a SEP IRA for you, that's okay, but that's not the best way for you as an athlete with fluctuating income. You want somebody that's going to set up an individual 401k for you. So if that's their answer, an individual 401k, you're probably on the right track and they are they probably know what they're doing. So let's keep an eye on that. Uh, the last thing that I would say is if they start pitching you investments and returns, I'd just run the other way. But, that If that's their best... Uh, foot forward, that's not someone you want to be working with from on a long-term basis in terms of maximizing your net worth and really optimizing your, your taxes and your financial structure. So hopefully that gives you a few tools to and questions to ask when talking to some of these financial teams when you're coming out of college. But I do think it's really important if you're going to be successful to have those teams in place so that you're not looking for them once you do start making money. So, moving on to the second uh, thing that I'd be doing when you're turning pro is getting separate bank accounts and separate credit cards. Now that you're on your own, you should have your own bank account and your own credit card to pay for things. That's going to be um, at a bank. It's going to be with a credit card. That's going to be for your personal expenses. What you need to do is get a second bank account and a second credit card for all of your golf expenses. This is going to do two things. Number one, it's going to make the accounting and bookkeeping at the end of the year much easier, not only to make it easier, but also to make sure that we don't miss out on any deductions that you may uh, be able to write off at the end of the year. Because again, we're trying to save taxes and keep as much money in your pocket as possible. Uh, the second part is if you end up setting up an LLC, which that's going to be our next topic, um, it does something called, it prevents us from doing something called piercing the veil, which is a fancy term for saying that it, it keeps us from uh, mixing assets between your personal assets and your business assets. And if you do that, then it could render the business, uh, the LLC and the protection of it uh, useless. So we want to make sure that we keep those separate. The third thing that we're going to look at is an LLC, as I mentioned. Now, this is going to be very specific and unique to you. So we want to make sure that we are talking to our team, um, again, wealth management agent, um, to see if this applies to you right away. Eventually, you're going to want an LLC. Do you need it right away? That's where I can't say for sure, but it's definitely the question to be asked and something you need to look into. The fourth thing that we're going to do is, and this may sound pretty uh, basic, but trust me, it's something that you really need to consider, is where are we going to live? And it's more than just for taxes. At the end of the day, I care about taxes and we want to save as much money as possible. But what's going to make you the most money and what's going to uh, maximize your net worth is you playing your best golf. So where are you going to be uh, able to get better? That That's the number one uh, most important thing to ask yourself we want to be looking at where's my foundation where where's my support system where are my coaches? where's a good practice facility that I know I will have access to all the time when I'm not on the road you know what where's an easy uh, place to travel out of you know some of the smaller towns it's a little bit harder to travel but we, these are all things that we need to weigh and not one is going to rule. A place out, but we want to make sure that we're considering all these things. The other thing to consider is: are there other players that are doing what I'm doing? You know, are there other pros that are, you know, either turning pro out of college that are on Corn Ferry, uh, on the PJ Tour that I can play with? You know, again, one thing that I overlooked when I was playing as a professional was this. I I lived in San Diego at the time. I had all my coaches. I had a good support system and a great facility. But the problem was I didn't really have anybody that was going through what I was going through. I didn't really have anyone to play with. There were some good amateurs and that's fun. But at the same time, it's not pros and you guys know the difference. So we want to make sure that we have um, some good players to play with because that that's where the cream rises at to the top. The the good players are going to push each other, um, and you we start to see. There's a reason why a lot of guys live in Jupiter. There's a reason why a lot of guys live in Scottsdale. There's a reason a lot of guys live in Dallas. It's because of all the things we've mentioned, but there's other good players there that they can play with all the time. So we want to make sure that we're thinking about that. This doesn't have to be a decision that you know as soon as you turn pro you move but it's something that you may think about through the end of the year um, and maybe set up for next year. Um, Again, taxes should be a a consideration there, but it's not the most important thing in my mind. The most important thing is where are you going to play your best golf? The last thing that we're, the number five thing that we're going to look at when we're turning pro, and this probably isn't something that would enter your mind, is disability insurance. Now, it may not apply to you. You may not have access to it, but if you're a highly ranked uh, enough amateur, the insurance companies will offer this to you. Um, And it's something worth looking into because if you're not on Corn Ferry or the PGA Tour with uh, at least full status on the Corn Ferry Tour, you don't have any disability insurance uh, through the tour. So if you get hurt and you're out for a number of months, you have nothing coming in. And a lot of your contracts through manufacturers or even corporate deals, are going to be dependent on how many starts you make. So if you miss a bunch of starts that year and you don't get paid by your manufacturer or your corporate deals, how are you going to pay for your expenses? This is something where, again, I'm not saying you definitely need to do it, but it's definitely something you should look into with your team is how much would it cost to get some disability insurance to cover some of your expenses if you were to get hurt for a long period of time? Again, I'm going to go back to personal experience. I got hurt. I had no disability insurance, and I was on Corn Ferry Tour at the time, but I didn't have full status, so I didn't get uh, any sort of insurance through the tour. So I was out of my own pocket not only for all my medical bills, but for all my personal expenses, all my expenses uh, that were still golf-related, like you know facilities and trainers and all that. But I had nothing coming in. My you know, my deal with. You know, the club company that I was with at the time was dependent on starts. I wasn't playing, so I didn't get paid. So we want to make sure that um, we at least look at this because it, it can be pretty cheap in comparison to what we're offered in terms of a benefit. So it's, it's definitely worth looking into. So again, the reason we talk about these things is my goal and our goal at AWM is to help athletes maximize the greatest amount of their human capital and human capital means your future earnings so we want to make you the best golfer the best baseball player the best football player whatever your sport is that you can be and by uh maximizing your after tax net worth it gives you the best opportunity to do that by reinvesting in yourself as you're starting out your career the biggest and the best investment that you can make is in yourself and we want to make sure that you're doing that so put together the right team put together um, go through these steps hopefully this helps uh, get you off on the right foot as you're turning pro because it's a it's an exciting time it's a fun time uh, it can be a little bit of a deer in the headlights but you guys are all really good and uh, it's crazy how good you young players are coming straight out of college now um, so I expect to uh, see some some guys that are in college right now be winning on the pga tour either you know maybe even this year or next year so looking forward to watching um if you have any questions please feel free to reach out to us at the pgaplayerspodcast.com and until next time stay humble stay hungry and always be a pro